Hey everybody, welcome to our first episode. Today's episode is going to be about The Last of Us, which is crazy popping all over HBO right now. Um, if you are not familiar with it, it's based on a video game, the TV show is, um, but the premise is like a take on zombies, but it's actually based on a real fungus in real life that takes over uh, insects and... Um, all that jazz. I don't even know. It just consumes them and t takes it over, infects them. You know, the good old zombie stuff. But it makes it feel a little bit scarier because it's based on a real thing. And the game TV show expands on the idea of what if it consumes an actual human being. So a little bit about how I know about The Last of Us is that I've I've watched my cousins play it growing up. I never owned a <laughs> PS3 <laughs> or PS4 yeah. or PS5. Like they keep remaking this thing and they keep making money off of it. Um, yeah. And I was one of those cousins because <laughs> we went over yeah to our cousin's house. I would play. I, I guess we would take turns really, right? We did the whole like die, pass it on thing. And it was, it was a tough game. We died a lot. Yeah, exactly. And it was scary, even though we're handing it off. Um, yeah. Yeah, the last piece or last console I ever owned is a PS2. So, like, I just didn't want to always renew my system just because I want to play one game or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, that would that would definitely be the game to play, too. If, you know, was any if anyone was getting into, like, a PlayStation or whatever, it's a really good game to get into. <laughs> yeah. Um, I might buy it for the PC. I don't know. We'll see. It's like a whole, I don't know, $60, $70. I don't eh, know. Whatever. <laughs> There's no discount. It's new. It's fresh. It's popping. Um, but I have seen the whole like cinematic gameplay on YouTube. So like, I know what happens in the game. And well, we're just going to compare it to the TV show. Hopefully it like holds oh. on its own, you know, it's how many adaptations have there been that is freaking good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like we grew up playing resident evil and, um, yeah. Let's just say a lot of disappointment in the, uh, adaptation world, uh, but the game themselves, we're big fans of, uh, especially the fourth one. And uh, we're really excited to get into that, um, the new game coming out, right? So, you know, always has to do with zombies. <laughs> Maybe someone with the undead. Yeah, no, I can't get enough of zombies, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, maybe we'll talk about Resident Evil in a later episode or something. But for now... Let's talk about episode one, mm -hmm. The Last of Us. We'll also be talking about episode two, just because we kind of missed the the premiere of episode one. So mm -hmm. we can just combine it all, because might as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, may as well. Um, so episode one, I really liked the the intro. What do you mm -hmm. think of the intro? The yeah, yeah. It was like that uh, 1970s like hosty-esque like if, if they were doing like a day show tonight show whatever 
and they invite mm-hmm. like that scientist dude I, I don't know if he's like an epidemiologist science guy he's a dude that knows stuff all official like and yeah starts talking about um like what if the temperature of the earth increases just by a little bit and the fungi uh adapts to it and starts spreading Mm -hmm. you know it um it instills fear you know because it's it's like Mm -hmm. playing on that what if concept and this is actually different from the video game um they did not do this part yeah 100 percent. so the the beginning of the show is completely different than how they started off the video game um we actually have uh they they give us a a time right so like it, it like you said it was this is based the sorry the interview is in the 1970s uh the game kind of just throws you in and i again i won't give away too much about the gameplay right because we're not talking about the game and if you want to play the game i don't want to spoil it too much um no, which obviously it. if you watch the show you're gonna spoil it <laughs> oh i guess it's been too long huh um <laughs> well, so the game what happens so far you know like oh i see what you're saying so, so episode one yeah. kind of stops like right here so kind of like yeah. the game up to that point and then you know we will slowly reveal cool. what's up but you know i feel like the game's been out for freaking 10 years <laughs> and like yeah why why you not why you not playing it dude sir yeah like so it's just so interesting and, and you know even though it's based in the 1970s for this single interview um it fits today right like it's so relatable because of what happened two years ago right like we ran into a a pandemic and um it honestly did not feel like it was the 1970s besides how everyone looked um oh yeah i literally felt like we were like yeah yeah, it just fit look thingy (laughs) yeah it was really cool so i i would say it was really nice and the uh the the fungi expert was uh it played the brother in uh the mummy so, I know he's been in a couple of things. I haven't seen it, but I thought I was he was pretty say, good in that one moment. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's like you know, he's been acting in more stuff, right? He's, he's been in, like <laughs> yeah. the mummy once and like quit. He's not just the brother. Yeah, <laughs> he's not the brother of the mummy anymore. He's he's a real official kind of guy, warning the peeps. Um, <laughs> but no, I like that part too. Like I think the writer uh, Neil Druckmann and. Uh, showrunner director craig mazin mazin i don't know whatever decision they made i feel like they did that intro part with the pandemic that happened several years ago in mind because then it's almost like mm-hmm. hey kind of taking us back a little bit like it i know it's it's actually kind of crazy like it's been three years since the pandemic mm-hmm. but it, it like yeah it's weird it feels like there was a missing part 2020 to 2021 where it's just like did this year exist? And it just, I don't know, it's weird for me to experience that it's now 2023 and it's like several years after something that shut everyone down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and fun fact, I just looked this up. So The Last of Us TV show uh, began filming a little bit before 2021. So it was literally right after the pandemic. And I'm sure obviously, oh, you know, they they had a a perfect ratio right of like real world what's happening right now we're feeling it we're there uh to like a game that again has so much 
going on in it um in terms of again like this whole epidemic of you know, people being taken over by fungi it's like i'm sure like they had that in mind too like uh neil Druckmann is also the original writer for the game um and again it's it, it's interesting to see him take uh certain liberties right to change uh, up in the tv show versus the game like the game was a beautiful game uh of storytelling it wasn't just because it was scary or whatever, but the storytelling in it really uh, tugs at you. And if the first episode, if you've seen it, uh, is any indicator to how the game is, just know the game has done it better. So, I, again, I won't say too much of that, but like they did it a lot better. However, the TV show is good, and we'll get into it, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I also like want to add that like in a video game, you're in the driver's seat. Like, you're holding rem- the remote. Like, you're not just playing the game like writing style wise i think it's it's to make you feel like sarah in the beginning of this uh yeah in the the episode but also in the game you play as sarah in the beginning so you like you Mm -hmm. feel as if you are sarah you know it's weird it's it's like oh what if this were to happen to me and due to that nature you it's really hard to translate that over to a tv show you know like a video game can last like 20 hours or or whatever you know however long you invest yourself playing the game and that's not even including playing it over you know new game plus or <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah but i did like uh the way they handled sarah in the tv show uh what do you think same right uh nico parker who plays sarah uh I think she did a really good job uh to be quite honest and at least in the first episode she had a better presence uh than bella ramsey as ellie which we can we'll get into a little bit later um however i will say like even though we follow her around see her day to day right there's uh did you like everything i feel yeah like and again it felt like we were playing as sarah right like they try to do their best to be like in the in the game itself um, Sarah, right? They do a good job presenting her as a person who also takes care of her dad, right? Like, so there's that bond there. So we see it, we kind of feel attached to it. Um, yeah, I like the way they did it, though. Uh, honestly, for a TV show, again, if no one's played, if you were watching it and you haven't played the game, I bet you that you would feel like it flowed really well, right? Like, you're following this little girl, you can tell she's a good kid, you know? Um, yeah, so I, I thought they did a good, jo- a good job with it. What I really liked about Sarah is that the camera is, is is like tight up on her all the way up to what happens later. And it's it wants you to connect to Sarah and it's trying to see the world through her eyes because she's very young and she wants to take care of her dad and she goes to his little drawer and then takes some money. But his money yeah it's his money and it's not like a you know stealing is supposed to be like a bad concept Mm -hmm. or whatever but in in this sort of in this case she's actually doing it for you know a good reason and she ends up downtown and getting her dad's watch fixed and from that moment to downtown and back again you it's weird the the camera is on sarah the whole time but there's a lot of mm-hmm. background stuff going on and, and it's like oh yeah subtextually or for foreshadowing or something it's 
telling you that something is happening, but we're not going to focus on it with this camera. We're just going to like make you feel Mm -hmm. like you don't know what's going on. Like she's so innocent. She's not piecing it together. You know, like if Mm -hmm. this were to happen to us with how much zombie content has been going on or even the freaking pandemic or something like that. For us, we if we see planes and stuff flying, we're like, "Yo, what the heck is going on?" But for Sarah, mm-hmm. uh, this this is like like she don't know what's going on. She's just like, "Well, it's just another day." Mm-hmm. Like looking at this oh. woman that's kind of like uh, pushing her out of the store because um, mm-hmm. they're closing early, and she gives Sarah this warning. It's like, "Go home." It's and we don't know. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's so good too. I, that's one of the things I really liked about this intro is that um, with you know Sarah being in the foreground, you know the main focus. Uh, the one time that they kind of have subtle nods, right? Like in, in the school scene, we saw that they zoomed up on like what to do or, or where the body, the human body, is most affected by uh, certain injuries or diseases, right? kind of a subtle nod to what might happen and how fast the disease might spread. Um, there's also, you know, uh, we see the little girl. So it, th- while Sarah was in class, we see a scene where it pans to a different student and she's twitching, right? Like little, little nods and like at first you're like, okay, that's kind of weird. Maybe it's like, you know, the kid's just fidgety, right? And then we get to the scene where she goes into the neighbor's house and the neighbor, uh, you know, is uh, an elderly lady. She has some caretakers, but uh, she can't do much for herself, right? Uh, When it focuses on Sarah with the elderly lady in the background, uh, who's blurred out, right? You can see her twitching, like, oh, God, like, like, it's so disturbing. And if you didn't catch it, understandable, right? Uh, I think that's the point. Like, Sarah is the same way. Like, she doesn't see it. But um, as we're watching it and we see the elderly in the background starting to turn, it really adds to the the fact that, okay, something big's going on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, there was also a little bit of foreshadowing to the old lady being infected because mm-hmm. Sarah's trying to make breakfast and then she's like, uh, we don't have any more flour to make pancakes. And they have this conversation about pancakes. But it's actually mm-hmm. about pancakes. It's about like mm-hmm. um, that <laughs> something happens in Jakarta that makes flour like the main cause or source of like spreading this infection. And they leave oh. this house. They leave this house, and then the camera pans to the neighbors, and the neighbor is like feeding that el- elderly woman those biscuits, right? Mm, I didn't even catch that. Oh, you didn't get that? Oh man, I didn't catch that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, huh? being fed biscuits, and then they're like, "Hey, we have bis- uh, extra biscuits. Would you like some?" And then they have, and then it's like mm. teasing this moment of, "Oh man, they could be infected like right now if if they went over and ate those biscuits." But mm. Due to the interesting and like direction, it's almost like teasing us. You know, it's like. Mm. There and now, um, Joel and Sarah are having this, you know, playful, um, biscuit talk. Like, oh yeah, she can stop yeah. biscuits. You like biscuits or whatever, you know? Interesting. I thought it was an appetite thing, right? Like, uh, I thought when you get infected, you also don't have an appetite. But 
I can see that. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. This is how we do this. <laughs> I bring stuff. I bring stuff to the table. I have. I have value. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, it makes us feel empathetic to Sarah before mm-hmm. he hits the fan. So, like, Sarah's over at that house, and it's she's so close. You know, she's so close to the source of being infected, and mm-hmm. that's why. Um, well, actually I'll get to that later, but she's making cookies and then she goes back Mm -hmm. home and then Joel comes back home and this is almost like shot for shot, same, same as the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, This is where they kind of meshed it together. Yeah. Yeah. So Joel comes home a little late and then Sarah's like, did you buy a birthday cake? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just a very nice moment between the two. But the thing about the cake thing, too, is that that has flour, right? The flour. God. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Forget about the flour. Jeez. Man, like, how many close calls? So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, but they, they have this really nice, sweet, tenderly moment between father and daughter. And it's like, dang. Dang, man. What a, mm-hmm. what a nice family. Yeah. And minus, we don't really know what happens to the mom currently. But, you know, in yeah. this moment, it's really nice. It's so sweet. And mm-hmm. uh, Joel gets this phone call from Tommy. This part was really cool. This did not happen in the game, mm-hmm. I don't think. The, Tommy doesn't get... No. A, uh, Tommy doesn't call, but Joel does leave the house. And he doesn't show mm-hmm. until late when, you know, the thing happens. But, like, this phone call was really cool. I like uh tommy and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah great actor too he was in uh what is it the latest or the the newer um terminator um while that movie wasn't great <laughs> i would say the actors were pretty good in it really really yeah i liked him um this is my yeah. first time seeing him so good. i'm yeah dang dude yeah he's good what you doing with all that uh, let's give him credit what, what, what's his name hold on looking it up got it Got it. It's something Luna. Gabriel Luna. Not related to Diego Luna from from <laughs> just FYI. I looked it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Good> call up. <laughs> just in, just in case anyone uh, gets confused. Well, honestly, I was confused. I was like, dang, this Luna, this Luna family, they talented, but they're not even related. Like the stars guards. Yeah. Um but yeah, I like that touch because then it um, it lets mm-hmm. us know it it gives us a reason immediately why Joel needs to leave the house, you know. And mm-hmm. that phone call was so weird because it's it feels like it's from the game for me. I don't know, about mm-hmm. you, but but it it just yeah, it was awesome. And so I think it fast forwards a little bit, and it's like late at night, and Sarah- uh, well, so really quick. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. So the the call is not in the game. So this is where you know uh, Druckmann added a little something to give uh, the audience to see why um, Joel had to leave. Right. So in the game, uh, again, we wake up as Sarah. We go through you know the the same kind of um, sequence, and then Sarah goes to bed. Um, and then when she goes to bed, uh, that's when Joel leaves. Uh, we don't know why. We just, you know, can assume 
uh, that Joel left to see what was going on. And that's kind of what I liked about the game that I wish the TV show did more is uh, to understand that the audience is smart, right? If you write it properly um, with the right amount of breadcrumbs, most people can follow along with it. And that's how, that's why the game was a masterpiece in storytelling. Gave us the breadcrumbs. Uh, there's little nods everywhere that you can go through uh, to, to figure out the whole story, the whole picture. And in the beginning, again, Joel leaves the house. We don't know why, you know, because we're playing as Sarah. And then Sarah wakes up. Uh, she hears some kind of commotion, and then Joel comes in. And I'm, I'm sure this is where you're going to get to. So yeah, I'll, you I take that away. I want to, like, you know how when we're younger and um, we kind of take a nap, and then we wake up, and mm-hmm. everyone in the house is gone? Yeah, like that feeling. Like quiet. You're, you're like, dude, what the frig just happened? Like, why am I yep. at home by myself? And like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. sometimes that nap. Like when you're an adult and you take a nap and you wake up, you're like, dude, this that was so needed. But when you're younger and you take that nap, and your parents are gone, your brother or sister, or you know, if you have siblings and they're gone, you're just like, you, you know, I I remember having a panic attack and like I remember crying one time. I was like dude what the frick why is no one home like and you don't know mm-hmm. where everyone is so yeah like did something happen like like yeah. what's going on yeah as a kid you're i mean i didn't even think about like zombies or anything like that i was just like <laughs> <Yeah>. alone <laughs> you know like that feeling yeah. you're of alone um that loneliness yeah. is like what the frick um but this is which is a great theme to to the last of us right the loneliness aspect it's really good. Now that you're saying that, I, like it's a really good theme throughout the whole uh, game and the TV show. I think they do a good job at that. Yeah. So like when Sarah wakes up, she's mm-hmm. like, imagine having that panic attack or, you know, that scare and she's searching the house. She hears sirens and uh, the news is on. And it's like, uh, I think it mentions Jakarta um, something or actually in the in the beginning the radio says there's a disturbance in jakarta and then the the tv says like emergency or something like that um Mm -hmm. so she's like trying to piece things together like yo what the heck what is happening and then that jump scare um Mm -hmm. with the mercy the dog and yeah this is different from the game um but i still liked it i i like that um the dog is what's gonna bridge Sarah to finding out what's going on. Whereas, yeah, in the video game, like Joel's already home. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Wait. Well, he comes home. He he like uh, Sarah wakes up, and then Joel um, rushes into the house trying to yeah, trying yeah. to get. He's her. already in panic mode, and he's like, he knows what's up, kind of, and he's like, Sarah, like, ooh, trying to reassure her and stuff. Yeah, one thing to to note too that. Uh, I think the TV show does better than the game is show who Joel is right in the beginning. Uh, Joel, you can tell, um, and then there's subtle nods everywhere. There's like little Easter eggs to the fact that he uh, served in the military, right? So he's a soldier, and that's where he gets all of his skill, his um, his personality to take care of his family first. Um, so we get subtle nods of that in the beginning, and obviously that's a little important to the to the rest of the story. So something to mention there. Yeah, and it basically is just saying that Joel's a capable person. Like this, yeah, 
he ain't no slouch when it comes to apocalypse stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Well, he's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's well prepared. Yeah. I think he's trying to, I mean, I think no drug man here is trying to relate to like the blue collar aspect of um, men, like the mm-hmm. masculine take on, on how men are supposed to be like, like, they're supposed to be capable people, you know, not afraid to get their hands dirty, like piece things together, like a real fixer upper kind of guy, um, mm-hmm. real family homie type, you know, like it's, it's subtly nodding to the, um, the ideal male model, you know, of, of back in the day. And, and so back to Sarah, she gets, Mm-hmm. jump scared by mercy and she's like yo what the heck is going on and mm-hmm. mercy is freaking out <laughs> uh seeing a dog terrified is kind of scary because mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know if this is for everybody but like i think animals kind of they're kind of just more intuitive you know mm-hmm. yeah they sense things sooner or you know, mm-hmm. know they listen to their primal instincts a lot a lot better than we can yeah Oh yeah, remember oh shoot, backtracking to Sarah back at the house pre this moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she was at the house and then she was about to leave um the neighbor's house and then um the the old lady in the wheelchair was just like sitting there and then Mercy was sitting there just like Oh right. Paused on her, like mm-hmm. like on her, like about to Yeah, knew something was wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog is like, hey. Yo, when you come at me, I'm gonna come at you. <laughs> I bark like, and I bite. <laughs> Mercy was like, "You good, bro? You good?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mercy was, you know, she was. I think Mercy is a girl. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know either. I don't. I, don't I shouldn't. It's a good dog, though. I shouldn't gender speculate. <laughs> Mercy, yeah, already knew something was gonna happen. So like, mm-hmm. so when Mercy came over and freaking out, Sarah's trying to take care of him. And so Sarah, I would never do this, by the way, if I was Sarah's age. Yeah, this is dumb. This, this is not a good move. Like, every typical scary movie is like, yeah. hey, let me see what's up. <laughs> uh-huh. And I get it, right? She's an elderly woman, and Ellie and Joel know her intimately, right? Like, relatively, like... Um, like they know her that you know she they understand that she can't take care of herself so i can understand like she would be like hey well i i should check this out to make sure everyone's okay like my that's a, as far as i can go <laughs> i guess yeah i guess that's what kind of what we're missing is the the closeness and relationship between the neighbors um right i guess you know if we had that extra time to reveal like oh yeah these are real nice neighbors that you know we invite them over for barbecues all the time we know them we hang out with them with friends i don't know <laughs> i guess in that sort of sense it's like all right go check on your neighbor all right fine you know after thinking about it a little bit more i guess <laughs> you I would. would die i would i would return mercy i'd go into this house <laughs> yeah it's funny like, like mercy ran off yeah and she let out. mercy run off I guess you want to follow a dog either. Uh, honestly, I don't even know. I don't know. Would I, would I chase after Mercy before checking up on the neighbor? I feel like I would. You would? Yeah. Like, right. So if, if I were, 
and I can't, so I have dogs, obviously, so I can't, I won't use my own dogs, but if my neighbor's dog ran out, my first instinct, instinct uh, as a, you know, um, dog owner, as a fur daddy, a fur daddy, <laughs> uh, I would get, I would get the pup first, you know, like to just be like, oh, hey, especially if she's older, right? Like if I knew she was older too, I would go and get the dog for her, right? Is and bring this, her back. So I, is this now age you or, or 14 year old you though? I would still say 14 year old me. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would. I really do. Asthma. So that that dog is gone. <laughs> well, both of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dog gone, man. I can't can't keep up. I don't have enough albuterol for this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Mercy takes off and yeah. Sarah's in this neighbor's house exploring. Yeah, dude. She uh, Sarah calls out. Uh, the name mm-hmm. I can't remember the name, but like, as an audience member, you you know to not mm-hmm. be freaking loud. <laughs> yeah, which is good. But this you know, is obvi- yeah, yeah. So good. It builds the suspense, and like, obviously, Sarah's not gonna know what what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. She doesn't know how to keep it silent, but she's checking up. And okay, this is the moment I for sure would have taken off when she walks into the kitchen. <laughs> And she like slips on it the of blood a little bit, dude. What the heck? Yeah. Like call the cops, right? Like that's that actually that would be my first thing. I see a pool of blood. Of course I'm gonna call blood. Or I mean call call nine one one. Like ah man. Actually, okay, let me go back. You're, you, when you pointed out fourteen year old me, if I saw uh, a, a pool of blood, and let's you know for, fast forward a little bit, and uh, one of the caretakers, right, is is bleeding out. Like not too far oh, yeah, away. Yeah. yeah. Um, Camera pans to him and he's like, "Help me." Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah. He's he's pooling blood, man. Pooling blood. As fourteen year old me, I thought it costed money uh, to call nine one one, and so right, that's from our parents, right? Our parents, like, we grew up very frugal, very um, essentially scared to like or just you know just do anything. General American healthcare. Nobody yeah, that's too. Like, we don't. That's all right. Now an ambulance? No, thank Uber, you. Uber faster. No, yeah. Man, Even know. then, I'll probably like you know, uh, I cut my thumb, you know, in half almost, and I, I didn't call the ambulance. I just wrapped it up with a, a towel. Asked the one of my cousins who was staying at our house at the time to take me to the hospital, you know, to to the ER room, and I'm fine. Um, but so yeah, three thumbs. Yeah. In a second. <laughs> <laughs> I would I probably wouldn't call 911 but I would definitely run away after seeing that to get help right because I wouldn't know any other way to help this man as 14 year old me nah man everyone for themselves <laughs> <laughs> no yeah I mean that's a tough situation too like she I mean her dad yeah. wasn't even home like Joel wasn't home so like yes that's right She, who would she run to you know as as we try to just for why justify why she's still still you know <laughs> showing showing that curiosity. <laughs> well, I think it's so important to get to the next scene. I'll let you take that away. This is so this is good in my opinion. Nasty, you mean? Disgusted? Yeah. Disgusted. Disgusted. Oh god. Ugh. Disgusted in all the good ways. Yeah. So Sarah follows this trail of blood, getting closer to one of the caretakers that's um, bleeding out, and she's looking she well she looks to the right in pov mode with the camera style and we see this old lady looking like she got fine limbs 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and she was paralyzed before. Oh yeah. She's yeah, actually moving. Yeah, yeah. She should not be out of her wheelchair. So she's mm -hmm. looking real healthy for someone that should be crippled, you know. And mm -hmm. um, she's biting into this other woman, and uh, she lifts up her head, and these little nasty-looking things. Tendrils. Tendrils is what I. Yeah. After a little bit of thought, I'm. I wonder, like, how do you do? They bite, like, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or do they like suction cup to your neck or whatever, kind of like an octopus? And then, yeah, due to like the thin, thinness nature of these tendrils, it just like seeps into the skin and then like, yeah, like your bloodstream or like you know what what mm -hmm. wants here or do they so this. Yeah, this is where it's a little bit different than a game, right? So this change, um, I'm on the fence about. I'm, I'm not too sure if I can say it's good or bad, only because of what happens in the second episode, something we'll get into soon. Uh, well, not soon, but you know, later on. But um, So instead of in infecting uh, people um, by biting them and then you know, the, the normal stuff, in this case, uh, once someone has an open wound, and let's say they were bitten, that tendril detaches and goes inside of it. So it's Ooh. essentially a parasite from. Uh, Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, so that's that's what's crazy. So it's a little different than the game itself. The game you can get infected um, because I think it's a bite, and then the spores. There's like extra spores that come off or something that oh, get yeah, into yeah. the. Yeah, they got rid of the spores for the TV show, which makes sense because, like, that means mm -hmm. everybody, like, oh my gosh, it'd be so impossible. You would have to wear a mask all the time, and you would have to mm -hmm. like, wash your clothes all the time. In fact, there wouldn't even be a future, to be honest, for for humans. Like, and this, and where we're at right now, probably. You know, there's so many uh, interesting people out there <laughs> that would make interesting choices, but uh, the game, I. I would disagree there because in the game, uh, you know, people are walking around fine or whatever. They learn to recognize areas of spores. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say is all, right? Versus finish with that. What's in here? Like just versus here versus the tendrils thing, and then taking away spores in the TV show. Um, I think they just wanted something easier to see. That that yeah. There's that. Good good point. Like in the video game, they make the spores visible, which is actually. Mm -hmm. not possible in life because you don't see spores like yeah not right away unless it's like a, a cluster of them or whatever yeah the thickness of <laughs> bacteria yeah <laughs> you, yeah you can't see it so you know to to foreshadow or build tension in a tv show by showcasing spores would be i don't know that, that's kind of a waste of a cgi budget you know <laughs> mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. Wait, wait, wait! I agree. Post production. We need more dust on this screen. <laughs> Everyone trying to yeah. get dust off their screen to see. Like, that's just spores, baby. Geez. It's just spores. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, tendrils. Again, that's why I'm on the fence, though. You know, like I like the spores idea. The tendrils, uh, I understand, and it, it plays a really key factor later. Uh, that before I used to hate it, and then they introduced this factor that i was like okay all right well i could probably get into that yeah it's, oh. it's pretty cool still um which we can talk about more in the second episode but so yep, yep. um this old lady 
all healthy like tendrils spilling out mm -hmm. of her mouth all gross like starts chasing after sarah and holy crap dude she's fast like yeah definitely not as fast as ladies should be old ladies and who used to be in wheelchairs <laughs> dude she's i would not survive for sure it's i remember running those Cause asthma because your asthma <laughs> yeah my asthma i can like 10 minute mile baby and that's <laughs> but i'm dying right after <laughs> Um, oh, we lost you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, whew, got scared. I almost woke up like Sarah. I, I dude, <laughs> I, zombie for a second. That's all. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah. So Sarah luckily mm -hmm. makes it out out of the house, and yep. by pure convenience, uh, Joel yeah. and Tommy come back home like right on truck parked on the lawn. We don't care no more because we got better things to prioritize. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but Joel hops out of the car and he's he's doing the ecstatic um, panic mode like in the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the the old lady running at them and I like this detail mm -hmm. right here where Tommy's like mm -hmm. he has a rifle pointed at her and, and he's looking for confirmation from Joel like, yo, mm -hmm. what are we doing, man? Mm -hmm. And, you know, time's checking because um, the old lady's catching on, and Joel smacks her around the face with a with a thick wrench. I think it's a wrench. Yeah, it's it's a it's definitely a plumber's wrench, and uh, plumber. Oh, it's yeah. I was gonna say car such wrench, a good thing, which, which is also hefty. Oh, probably. Yeah. Either way, I don't want to get hit by it. And um, great scene, you know, showcasing what Joel's willing to do, and you know, it pans over to to Sarah, and Sarah's like, you just killed her and he's like don't worry about it you know like don't worry about ourselves here like uh and it shows and a little bit different from the game uh so in the game joel actually shoots her um in the tv show you know smacks her over the head and i think to be quite honest uh hitting her over the head with a wrench uh is a little bit more brutal right because yeah it's you know, definitely more brutal brunt, brunt force you know just boom what bothered me like i liked it what I didn't like was that he dropped the wrench and like left. It. Okay. Yes. Left. All right. Another Ooh. horror movie trope. Like, why do they drop weapons? Why do they not pick up more weapons? Like, it's I think it's so we've it's so many Resident Evil games where it's like, <laughs> it's like yo, every resource matters. And yes, the, the cool thing about Resident Evil is that there's like a number amount of use for something. So like yes i mean this isn't a video game like or it was a video game but in the tv show <laughs> yeah. for real life purposes there's a there's not like a limited amount of use for this wrench you know there's no <laughs> 10 uses yeah. and this uh, don't break type of deal i would be holding it in a holster like i would my gun you know like this trusty wrench is gonna get me through everything <laughs> <laughs> It's my zombie buster. It's a good looking wrench. They should advertise. Good looking wrench, dude. Oh, yeah. It's probably sponsored. <laughs> no, but yeah, other outside from that, you you know, you can move yeah. on and they get, in, they get into the truck and this is really cool. Uh, Love this. Truck, truck starts driving off. Sarah's in the back seat, uh, two dudes in the front and the camera is facing front side, pointing into the truck, but we see in the background because mm -hmm. they're driving off and one of the neighbors comes out <laughs> and, 
and you see like you know the infected tendril neighbors start chasing after that neighbor it, it's really quick to mm-hmm. you know so like i don't think yeah if you catch it you catch it it's cool it's whatever mm-hmm. the point it's is another background thing yeah yeah it's another there's still a story going on in the background which is cool it's yep. not we're only focusing on sarah and joel it's just the world is um i don't even know how how to say it <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's still the chaos is ensuing right like we yeah. see the background like we know it's things are going down right like it's hitting the fan it's hitting the fan <laughs> Yeah, and this next part is really cool. Like it, it's like yeah. a game where mm-hmm. you yep. play as Sarah 100%. and she, you, they're driving off. Um, the uh, NPC is like driving the game as Joel, or mm-hmm. and then um, you're Sarah in the backseat, and you kind of get to free roam, like to the left side or the right side of the backseat, mm-hmm. just seeing the world a little bit, like yeah. going down, going down into chaos. Um, mm-hmm. Everything's pretty much the same. Uh, yeah, the, I think it was shot for shot almost like the yeah. same. Even that neighbor, when they passed the well, they passed two things the first thing, mm-hmm. the burning house, and then they're like, Oh, that must mm-hmm. be that person's house. I forget the name, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the second um encounter is another family to the side that's like, Yeah, hey, we need help. And then mm-hmm. Tommy's like, Oh, we should, or he's about to stop the car and pick them up, but then Joel's like, mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. Drive. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Don't do, don't you dare stop. You stop. (laughs) Like, yeah. We got to take care of our own first. And the cool thing is that in just like brief back to back actions, we see Sarah questioning like morality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What? I thought we were good people. You know, it's kind of right. Are we good people? You know? Yeah, Yeah. And I like Sarah's questions. She's she's trying to piece together if she's infected because she went downtown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh, I forgot something. Or she said something about, oh, but you have to go downtown quite often, right? In order yeah. To be infected, you know, and it's there's these like subtle little things in the di- dialogue, mm-hmm. and it it kind of sucks in the sort of sense that like as the audience we need to be intuitive enough to be like, oh. Sarah is scared because she actually went downtown and interacted mm-hmm. with some people there. Like she might be infected. Like she's scared. She's infected. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, as a child, yeah. you're not gonna voice that to to your dad. You're just gonna be like, "Yo, I might be infected, dude." So yeah, uh, why'd you leave that? Right I think there? that scene is actually so good because it played off of our own pandemic, right? Someone coughs and you look over and you're like, "Oh snap, he he's got COVID or he or she's got COVID." Uh, yeah. And I think that's what it called back to, you know, and, and Tommy going to reassure her is like, no, 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 we're not it, it, like it technically doesn't work that way. Right. It's what he's saying. Say, no, no, like, you're fine. We're fine. Um, it's OK. Like, we, we just got to keep moving forward. And again, it's a subtle nod. Like, it doesn't work that way. It isn't just technically airborne anymore. Right. Like the game is it's, you know, like someone can't cough or sneeze in your direction. You get it. It's something more physical and so um that's why i really like that scene to to play out and remind us like what we've been through like oh my god we would be so scared if someone you know got into this and we would also assume like if they cough or whatever like we might be infected um yeah that double take that people make like 100 percent on edge you know it's like mm-hmm. yo you sick i don't want to get sick um, yeah 100 percent. yeah so good i think it was good yeah and this next part 
I liked how they were showing this the world crashing in the background and like it, it previews this plane that's flying by and then when they make it to the town mm-hmm. it's like they're trying to navigate they're trying to yeah this town but there's people running all over the place yeah, like a whole crowd of people yeah <laughs> they're going forward and now they're going backward and then like we see this plane crashing down and one of the engines starts flying at the car at the truck and flips it over which is mm-hmm. different from the video game but it's i mean the concept is yeah. the same the car yeah. flips over and now we get a separation from tommy and joel and sarah's ankle she's she twisted it or uh, hurt it, mm-hmm. and now Joel has to play. Mm-hmm. And this is the part where the game makes you play as Joel. Yep. And first time, no, yeah, no longer Sarah. Um, this part was kind of uh, kind of scary because I was I was yeah. anticipating the moment. I was like, all right, this is kind of like the game. We're getting to that moment. He's getting there. <laughs> getting into that moment, and he they start going uh, towards this building in the back alley. And there's like a bunch of freaking um, oh, infected those, those everywhere that are feeding. Yeah. They're looking down, so they don't notice Joel yet. But yeah, like, so intense. This moment where he's like looking at them, I'm like, bro, we ain't got time <laughs> for you to be all back up slowly, do something. <laughs> and then that dude, one of the infected, jerks his head up all like, oh man, it was, it's scary because it's. It's a jerk or like it's um yeah knee jerk reaction like uh oh god what's going on what, what's gonna happen it's just uh, me it, it shows agility it um yeah oh gosh they could run yeah, yeah they're runners yeah. they pop up or this one dude pops up and starts chasing after joel and it shows mm-hmm. it gives us a little bit of information of what these infected are capable of because this dude isn't uh, like that old lady before, even though that was also nice a presentation. But now we get this dude that's um, younger looking, maybe like mid twenties, maybe early thirties or something like that. But he's nimble. He <laughs> he's like throwing his body into things, which is good job mm-hmm. on this actor, by the way. Like this, <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, he, he was full commit. He was a maximum effort. He just <laughs> like I'm gonna get paid for this. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Like I'm gonna get paid an extra twenty percent. Like whatever it is. He's like, yo, do I get a raise every time I throw myself at an object? And he, yeah, and the, the, he's like, I'm gonna do it. Like, yeah, go for it. And he's like, I right, put everything in the way. <laughs> it was so good though. Like again, they're fast. They're willing to do whatever it is to get to their uh, their prey, right? Essentially, and. Uh, this is, uh, I don't know if you noticed it and, you know, thinking back on it, this was our first time seeing, um, how do I say this without technically spoiling it all, but, you know, a group together, right? Uh, I'll just, like, uh, they, they reacted all as one, but we didn't see it. It was just one person moving first. Yeah. And then we see everything else kind of falling through. Um, yeah, so hopefully that, you know, that didn't give away too much, but um, that was like, a little different right because most of the time when uh an infected like in the game is triggered it doesn't trigger other uh infected around them and maybe that was because they also didn't build everything out yet but uh yeah it was actually very interesting to see the the group aspect here yeah we can talk about it more in the second episode it's eh, i'll get to it later but for now 
Yeah. So I infected is chasing after Joel, and this is the part. This is the part. Is in there. All right, so um, there's like this. I don't even know this armored up dude. I guess yeah, he's supposed a to soldier. Be, yeah, a soldier, and he shoots this infected, saving Joel and Sarah. We presume, and the soldier gets a little phone call through his like telecommunication device thing. Mm-hmm. And through his dialogue, we can sense that, like, um, I don't know if we should trust him, you know? As a right. member, yeah. They're just like, uh, there's something, something kind of weird here going on. In the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he's, uh, he pulls the trigger. Yeah, unloads on him. And so r- they fall down and um, the soldier is about to finish the job on Joel. But then mm-hmm. he gets blown in the face by Tommy saving, yeah. and then you know, thinking we're all safe. But then we hear a little oh. speech, a little cry in the background, and uh, yeah, and Tommy's reaction too. Yeah, oh, man. Tommy's reaction when he's like, when he said, "Oh no," yeah, his delivery was like so good, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, it lets you immediately know that Sarah is not okay. <laughs> she is yeah. beyond not okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so cool. Uh, like to to go back to when Joel saw the uh, the soldier, right? You could tell, like, with his experience, when the soldier uh, took a little bit longer to, and you know the way he was reacting, Joel's like, no, 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 like, please, not that, anything but that call, right? And so um, shows a little bit of experience, and then uh, yeah, like this is where Nico, Nico Parker, I think shined a little bit you know like she she played into it It was so good in the scene and um i got chills i had chills right and that's what i was looking for i was like is this scene gonna give me chills like it did in the game you know it did it was it was really well done dude i cry every time i i cry every time sarah dies like (laughs) it's so sad it was so sad in the game the crazy thing is that this is only like 10 minutes of the video game, but like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for a long time, that was like the best intro. I think it's still, yes, I think it's still, it's top, time. still top. Yeah. But you know, that it still it has such an impact that people still talk about it. And this would be the benchmark of whether this TV show adaptation would be successful, you know? And yes. I think right when it happened, I cried. I was like, man, how many times mm-hmm. do I got to do this, huh? Mm-hmm. How many times do I got to... <laughs> yeah, it hit the mark for sure. Yeah, I cried. It was so sad. And uh, we get a time jump. Mm-hmm. 2023. This part is really cool. Um, in the game, we only see the world through um, Joel's eyes. So... The TV show has liberty to kind of move the camera around, like, mm-hmm. like we didn't see Joel actually. It fast yeah, to, it started off with the to current some day. other character. Yeah, it was this kid that was walking by, and mm-hmm. then it's uh, which is kind of strange, by the way. Yeah. I, I I want to talk about this. He's so like, young, why? and how does he make it? How does he? and he, he wasn't even close to the city right like so the scene pulls from him like miles away like in actuality it probably took him like another two an hour and a half maybe two hours to walk to the city and then you know get to the front gate 
from what I've seen, you know, and, and being in Colorado, we've hiked a little bit. I can tell, you know, like that place was <laughs> relatively far away. And who knows how long he walked before that in the city full no of food. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, this kid's well, freaking. We can say adrenaline. John Wick. Food. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's John Wick. He's John Wick, dude. With yeah. his hands and ankles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but regardless of like the, you know, the reality of what could be yeah. um he right. makes it and the people the gates open and take him in and this nice lady uh, <laughs> she's make like, comforts him comforts him a lot yeah i mean she's she's uh she's got that nurse type mm-hmm. of, um what is it healthcare healthcare yeah. vibe She's like, you're going to yep. be okay. And then behind her, or not behind her, behind that little boy is another um, person that's testing to see if he's infected. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't beep or anything. It's just a color. And, and it shows red, which means he is infected. Infected. And so um. now the next coming dialogue from this lady is like, everything's going to be okay. And, and it's like, dude, are they going to off this kid? Yeah, and um, that's exactly what happens. And like, and they do, yeah. <laughs> they they inject this. I think it's like an, I don't know, yeah. probably cyanide or something. The some definitely something to kill the kid. Yeah, yeah, something painless, and it's supposed to be like a mercy killing, you know. Yeah, yeah. and she comforts him. Like, you know, yeah. she's like, "We're gonna get you all the toys." Yeah, all this heartbreaking. A good meal, or you know, it's. Guess you kind of have to like it's this type of world. Yeah. Um, but this was really cool because then it shows the cruelty of the world that we're about to. Mm-hmm. This is twenty years mm-hmm. ago, two thousand three to twenty twenty three, and yeah, we don't have to go through the pro- <laughs> the process of how a society is gonna gonna rebuild or you know like twenty years has already happened, which means. Mm-hmm. We can straight up drop the story wherever we want. And mm-hmm. it's what um, society looks like right now, where they're, you know, mm-hmm. we ain't got time to deal with infected. So, like, this is how they handle them. Um, so, the next shot is, is uh, we see Droll looking kind of old. <laughs> yep. Weathered. Weathered. Yes. Grizzled. That's the word. He's weathered. Um, yeah. But he drops this this kid out of that truck yeah. into a fire and they burn the body. And then yeah. we actually see them uh, shoveling out the ashes, which is like, you know, more, mm-hmm. more world building. <laughs> yeah. And, and the scene that, you know, kid, uh, Joel takes the kid out and we know it's the kid because the kid had like bright green shoes on. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was um, very, um, go ahead. Yeah. It, it was actually interesting to see, like, you know, when he was carrying, uh, Ellie, right? When she twists her ankle, or sorry, not Ellie, sorry, Sarah. Uh, when Sarah twists her ankle, like you could tell he's like, I'm protect you. I'm gonna hold you tight, close, like nothing's gonna happen, right? Um, and, and then we see the kid, obviously dead. Joel had zero, zero uh, remorse or hesitation to drop this kid, you know? Took him out, dropped him. Like yeah, yeah. sack of flowers. <laughs> A sack of flour. Wow, what a guy. <laughs> bada bing, bada bing, bada boom. I got jokes. Um, yeah, like it, which is cool. It it tells us what kind of person Joel is now. Like he's he's mm-hmm. kind of 
closing himself off from love you know like he's he's lost sarah and now this is the world but there's still some fight in him to survive he's still a survivor um mm -hmm. but yeah yep. he just like drops his kid in but that you know that's just the world now i guess like would i be yeah. like that i don't think I'd be, i don't think i'd be alive to be honest that's i feel like i could probably make it oh okay actually no it's a 20 years ago i guess i was eight years old you were nine we definitely probably would not have made it <laughs> if this <laughs> happened in the same time span like uh being you know 28 29 now like it's just crazy well i guess 27 you're 29 my birthday's coming up in march so um i still have some time before 30 but definitely as kids we wouldn't have made it maybe because of how my dad is you know you know he's very uh prepared focused if you will um we probably would have made it a few extra years and stuff mm. uh you know that's funny my dad i feel like would be joel but without the military experience you know what i mean interesting interesting take yeah well, yeah because fixer guy yeah very hands uh he's very handy and then like when uh the scary part is like actually trying to handle killing stuff i think that's the part where, yeah that's true you know i don't think i don't think he's cold-blooded yeah, he's not cold-blooded our problem too is that like growing up religious you know like that's if you don't mm -hmm. have that predetermined type of like killing instinct that can override like religious traditional value mm -hmm. or whatever because this is a zombie now or an infected now i think just like that hesitation of deciding to kill someone is is mm -hmm. the reason why we would be infected it's like we're trying to be mm -hmm. too, too good of a people and it's yeah and true. that'll be our hubris you know and we're not religious as much as we were when we were kids, right? So, um, I mean, true. I wonder if we ate or not. Yeah. We're, we're not doing anything. <laughs> it's true. Like, you're not, like, what are we actually going to be doing? Um, just to fast forward it too, because like we see that you know Joel again, like we he's been weathered, right? He's older. Uh, we start getting like a huge moment where we can tell like Joel is not a good dude, right? He's actually not a good guy at all. And, and before, you technically can see it um, when he didn't hesitate to smack the old lady, right? Like, did not hesitate, would protect uh, Sarah at any cost. Understandable. But, you know, uh, this is where it's a little bit different, right? Um, in, that, in the show, it shows that he's uh, technically a drug smuggler and he's struggling, or a uh, struggle. <laughs> uh, he's, he's smuggling oxycodone right like uh or hydrocodone one of those two um and super resourceful guy and like you know selling it to the uh, a soldier who is antsy for it because he can't sleep and then um you know he asked for the bag back right i think that was kind of interesting because uh, those are valuable resources in this day and age um as a as a smuggler uh in the game though he smuggled guns yeah. Uh, and it'll play into the motivation of uh, a, a certain moment later, but um, did you like anyway? That? Like both, did you like that change? No. I, so this is something I actually don't agree with. Like, yeah, the motivation to do. Uh, do you do you want to get into this now? Because like yeah, we can. Let's just get into most it. of it. 
Okay. This is game so Joel is doing a lot of effort with uh, someone he's close to, Tess, right? We'll bring her in now, uh, to get a car battery from a guy named Robert uh, to... To find Tommy. Uh, find Tommy, yeah. He, he wants to get it for a truck to go find Tommy right now. Where we know is that he's in, in the West somewhere, in the United States, um, uh, and Joel is on the East Coast somewhere. Um, and they're trying to get to him. Like, you know, we don't know what's going on with Tommy yet. Um, again, there's subtle hints as to what it is, but uh, we're still not sure. Um, but from the game, right, um, let's just get into it. So the reason why Joel agrees to take on Ellie in the game uh, is because Marlene uh, promised him to give uh, all of his guns back because she entered, the Fireflies intercepted it, right? The shipment of guns are coming in. Fireflies intercepted it. Tommy and Tess, or sorry, uh, Joel and Tess are are mad. They're pissed. But the only way to get the guns back is to escort Ellie to the final destination point, right? That's funny, right? That's a double entendre for a few reasons when I said final destination point. But um, not double entendre, whatever. Um, Then in the show, though, Again, he's a drug smuggler. They're trying to uh, get a battery to find Tommy, and that's why he agrees to take on Ellie. I think it's not great because, and I would assume the TV show also followed this route, but in the game, Tommy and Joel have a falling out during this time jump, right? We don't know what it is exactly um, at this point. And in the TV show, they kind of 180 that, and Joel's trying to find Tommy for whatever reason, and I have a theory that um, Joel is trying to find Tommy actually to get something from him or um, is actually mad at him, right? I think that's a little twist versus finding Tommy because he's worried about them. Uh, we'll see if that's true or not in, in the future episode. I don't know. This is just an inkling. Um, that's, that's a good prediction. I mean, like, yeah. uh, I feel like it's not fitting for for Joel to be worried about Tommy. To be, exactly. Hey, let me... Let me uh, do all of this crazy stuff so I can get to Tommy because I'm worried about him. He's like, no, like what we've yeah. seen Joel do so far is like, and, you know, previously we were talking about how him, he just no hesitation drop, no hesitation dropped this kid into the fire. It's like, yeah. he's hardened, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think whatever reason that is revealed later on about why Joel needs to find Tommy, I feel like it has to be really relevant to nearing the end of the series you know i assume mm-hmm. in episode like four or five i like to explain them again probably the show's moving so fast too right and that's another thing we can talk about is just the cadence of the show to the game um you mentioned to me you know outside of the podcast that um the whole first episode of the tv show is the whole game the whole first game. You know, That's crazy. The first season. Yeah, first, first season. Episode. <laughs> first, like, the game itself, the first game, you could put into three seasons, right? If you really wanted to spread everything out and dive into certain details or whatever it is, like, uh, two is would be perfect in my opinion, um, but not sure why they did one whole season, hour-long episodes, you know, 30-minute episodes. It's, uh, I don't know. I, mean, I don't agree first, with it. The first episode is, like, an hour and 20 or something like that. But mm-hmm. then it drops back down to, like, an hour for the second episode. That's what worries me, though. You know, like... Yeah, I'm a little worried, too. I hope that that's pacing. just a rumor yeah. that 
season one uh, captures the whole game. I see. I hope that is just like I don't know if it's true. Like you know, we've got more mm-hmm. third episode this weekend, but yep. uh, yeah, like I, I'm I don't want it to move too fast either. I don't want it to end. Like this is gonna be a two season, two season type of type of show when it's like the biggest hit right now, or like one of the yeah. biggest shows right now. Like that kind of sucks. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm also for a complete story. Like I would rather have them mm-hmm. finish the story than try to like make up stuff to make it continue on. Like I don't want 14 seasons of The Last of Us, like The Walking Dead, yeah, stuff like that. I agree with that. You know, I just want a complete story, and whatever changes they make. I hope it's like, all right, we did it and it works, you know, mm-hmm. but if, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So, so far it's again, getting there. And I want to talk about the scene now. Um, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Unless you, unless you had someone else. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, is when they finally meet, right? Like, so uh, Tess and Joel, uh, are looking for Robert, right? This dude, um, uh, I can't remember his name, the actor. He's in a few other movies, but um, he's a, he's they find him. Face. Like I, yeah. When he came on the screen, I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> I don't know that guy. Funny enough, I know that guy. Uh, I, was listening, I was listening to another podcast, and I wanted to say, like, uh, the, the other podcast said that that was um, Troy Baker. That is not Troy Baker. Oh, yeah, that is um, not Troy Baker. He, Troy Baker, yeah. going pop up later. Later, and different ways but uh yeah so they go to find um yeah find robert and then they go through a building and then they find robert and his entourage and and whatever but they're all dead already um and then we see you know oh i I guess i'm kind of jumping ahead a lot uh we can backtrack a little bit but they see you know uh marlene uh ellie and i forget who the other person was but um uh, yeah. that's when they first meet which is interesting because like there's no fight scene right like in the game you actually go through a whole fight scene and like yeah, uh you know moment you take people down in chaos and like action. yeah like it was kind of weird to me that joel and tess appear in the aftermath of of violence yeah. between you know marlene's well the fireflies exchange with fedra or I think it's Fedra, right? That took him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fedra. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It, it was kind of weird. Like, there's so much action in the game. So like, mm-hmm. in, in this first episode, we we feel like a hesitation to go full violence, I guess. Yeah. And I looked into it. Um, I was listening to a few other people. And I guess it's a take on the fact that they wanted to... Um, build in the first episode, they wanted to build relationships first, right? And focus on people and the characters um, because they were going to jam pack action into the next few episodes. Um, and so that's why it's kind of interesting. And we can backtrack a little bit to when we first meet Ellie uh, and Marlene, right? Right. So Ellie's tapped in a, a stuck in a thing and they're, you know, running some tests on her essentially, right? Um, and Marlene is one of the leaders in the Fireflies, uh, of that specific division or unit or something like that. And, uh, you know, this is where it's different too, right? Because I think in the game, Marlene and Ellie already had a relationship that, um, was already built on before we knew anything. 
in this one, uh, Ellie doesn't know Marlene, but Marlene knows Ellie. Um, yeah, I think and gives her a bunch of right choice that needs to yeah. happen because there's less time on television. So, like, if I can kind of yeah. try and get behind the writer's mind right here, where it's like, all right, so we need Ellie to not know Marlene, so that and Marlene to know who Ellie is because we need an exposition dump later. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess it's smart in a sort of sense. Um, but I, I like the game because like sometimes you don't need to explain everything. Like things just happen. Exactly. There's there's so much background yeah. that people can pick up on the subtext, mm -hmm. like the feel. It's you know, it's I don't want them to go too hard on exposition and stuff like that because the audience can be smart and piece things together and I don't know. I think it kind of takes a step down from being a good show or from being a great show to a good show because you're trying too hard to explain everything. And mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we don't need to explain everything. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I was hoping that they do with the show, right? The game did that so well, right? They, they figured the audience was clever enough. And the thing you can't do in a TV show that you can do in a game is add Easter eggs that you can go and find in certain areas, right? And kind of build on the, the lore and the background. Um, so I can understand that the show had to put those moments in. But it could have been the same thing, right? Like, we could have seen that Ellie and Marlene already had a relationship. And then later it goes on, you know, Ellie could have been like, yeah, Marlene was kind of my mom because she knew my mom type of thing, which apparently is true in the show. Um, because the knife that Marlene gives to Ellie um, is the one that belonged to her mother. So that was an interesting thing. And I don't know if the TV show will necessarily get into it, um i think so and uh, there's a yeah the fun fact the fun yes. fact is that fun fact time <laughs> ashley johnson the voice of ellie in the video games and she won oh, awesome right. awards for for her uh performance um so she's gonna be in the show mm -hmm. and she's also gonna play the mom of ellie oh so kind of oh, like that a makes sense. circle um yeah. poeticness moment Right, Ashley Johnson. Yeah. You know, of course, yeah. in a perfect world, Ashley Johnson could also play the live action. Of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, not possible. Maybe next time. Maybe, maybe season two, right? Like the second game, maybe. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think second game Ellie's like nineteen or something like that. Yeah, yeah. She, she's like a teenager. Um, yeah. So good. Yeah. Anyways, the part where um did you like the introduction to LA? We finally got um, LA and <laughs> this is the moment of like there was a lot of doubt and controversy yeah. behind the casting of Ellie. A lot of people yeah. did not like Bella Ramsey to play Ellie and there were several different um suggestions to whom would play yeah. a better Ellie. But mm -hmm. I liked Bella Ramsey. Mm. Um, I still am oh, indifferent. Yeah, I haven't. I it's not that she's doing a bad job, right? And she was in Game of Thrones, right? Like, uh, so she has experience. But eh, I, I would say I'm almost a purist in that Ellie in this case should have fit a little bit closer. If that makes sense, like, um. 
I, for me, Bella is for right now forcing the Ellie persona. You know what I mean? Um, she doesn't seem to have it naturally for me. Um, like uh, who? Uh, who was the Stark girl in uh, Game of Thrones? Oh, uh, the young Maisie Maisie Williams. Yeah, I kind of wish she played her uh, like as Elliot. That was my casting in my head for a second. Interesting. Yeah, I can see mm-hmm. that. Um, that's an interesting take. Like, I guess I can dive into it a little bit. It's yeah. from an acting perspective. Yeah, I think what she's doing is trying to make the lines work and right. the persona of Ellie. So there's mm-hmm. like that snarkiness or like that smartassery of mm-hmm. Ellie. Um, I can agree that there is something that I don't like about Bella Ramsey's take on Ellie. Um, is that there are some moments that seem too big for Ellie, where whereas mm-hmm. Meme yeah. Johnson just plays Ellie and it's like it comes off more natural, I guess, or authentic. Yeah. Something about yeah. I think there's a lot more detail behind living living and growing up in an mm-hmm. apocalypse or being born into an apocalypse yeah. because that's mm-hmm. she's like well, I think she's about Sarah's age too, 14. Yeah, 14. Yeah. yeah. I think she says it in the show. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think so far it's a decent take on Ellie being mm-hmm. like when <laughs> when um she gets handed off to joel and tess and then they head back to their apartment or whatever their the room and then uh tess drops ellie off in the room and then she's like all right we the grown-ups are gonna talk for a little bit and then she like shuts the door but like midpoint as the door is shutting and then she's like what the you know and i think that moment fits ellie you know, there's mm-hmm. I think there's spurts of moments in Bella Ramsey's acting that's like, oh yeah, that is mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Like nailed it. And then the mm-hmm. other parts, just like you were saying, it's like on the fence about that's like it's not full on compatible or you know, maybe mm-hmm. she's still working herself into the role or something. Yeah. And and, and what I think I can pinpoint it to too also is because like Ellie in the game Ashley Johnson, right, does a good job at being that snarky teenager that, um, you know, if it's your teenager, like, you kind of sometimes get annoyed of, but you can't help but love because, you know, she's so um, carefree or also quirky, right? Like, quirky is a big thing for Ellie and uh, likes to just point things out. Um, Bella Ramsey's uh, portrayal so far, to me, is just straight-nosed, snot-nosed brat, where I'm like, I kind of hate her, like you know, not really, but like I was like, I kind of hate this Ellie because like, I would not annoying. like to be around you. Yeah, and in the second uh, episode, it's a little bit better, um, and we'll talk about certain scenes in that one. But um, I guess, yeah, my so before the show premiered, I was also with the group of controversy that was like, um, I don't know how I feel about Bella Ramsey, and mm-hmm. the reason for that is like. I think she's from England or something. I don't um, know. My the my point is that like she's not American, which is right. Ellie is. She grew up in America, and America's culture is different. Like we're, mm-hmm. like, well, it depends actually. Like depends on which coast yep. you're from. But like 
they're in the east English right actor. they're um kind of like bostony like if you've mm. ever met someone from the east side they're more crass like more straightforward and blunt and if you're yeah. not familiar with that you can take it as rudeness or offensive but but if you hang out with them they're they could be good people they you know they just say what's on their yeah. mind they just like throw it out but it's not yeah. intention or whatever and i think that was the yeah. that was the main ingredient that made me hesitate on bella ramsey although mm. now like i mean we don't really have a choice in the saying of casting but yeah i'm, yeah. I'm just saying that like bella ramsey yeah. aside from that main ingredient <laughs> Uh-huh. she's doing a decent job and it's not like we have a choice and you know they're not gonna cast someone else midway through yeah, especially on our recommendation <laughs> yeah yeah who are you <laughs> it's what like you know you gotta listen to us we just started this podcast and uh here are yeah. our thoughts <laughs> our <laughs> demands because we said so yeah like i if they wanted to and i truly do actually hope they do this but in the the season where they introduce the second game i kind of hope they go a different route unless belly bella ramza ramsey uh grows into the role more right like if i see that then i'll be on that but for right now I'm like we'll see. hey i mean you only got seven more episodes <laughs> until we'll until we'll see <laughs> yeah I'm, i mean like ellie goes through a lot like her character arc yeah. and joel's character arc is freaking insane it's like yeah poster and right now maybe there is a point of innocence that the creator or the director and writer neil Druckmann want to um commit to because it's gonna hit home harder the arc that happens later it could be that you know like we don't know you know we don't know yeah. we only know the video game and it's a harsh comparison by the way <laughs> yeah um because the, they were instructed to not play the video game for research and that's mm-hmm. um it's good and bad it's you know like yeah. if for research purposes it can be helpful but it can also be harmful mm-hmm. if you're trying to imitate you know um, yeah and so I, I would love to get into Pedro Pascal too. Like he, I know we talk about Joel a lot. Pascal. Pedro is, uh, what was in the TikTok that we saw? He's he's zaddy. He's like a... He's a zaddy? He, everyone's favorite uh, zaddy right now. Like he, I, it's, there's something about him. He's just so good just as an actor. It. He just owns, he owns it. it. He knows exactly like where his strengths are. He plays for them. And he plays them well in the roles he's done, right? Like he... uh, the first time I saw him was in uh, Triple Frontier, something like that, with uh, Ben Affleck. Good, super good. And then Mandalorian, super good. Game of Thrones, of course. He's also in Game of Thrones. Like, uh, yeah. As the Viper, yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's really good, man. Like, even <laughs> I was the one that was telling you to watch Unbreakable Talent. Unbreakable <laughs> yeah, Nick Cage. And I like, love that we watched that, dude. Like, it is he's so good he's comfortable <laughs> yeah. feels it feels as if he's comfortable in in anything and everything man. Yes. like it until yeah. we see a role where he's like challenged yeah. to the point where he is giving an off performance but i don't know like mm-hmm. i i saw a comparison about his current role right now as joel is kind of like the same mm-hmm. as mando <laughs> right now mm, yes yeah 
escort missions. <laughs> yeah, escort missions. Uh, <laughs> Ellie is cargo. <laughs> yes. And yeah. There's a similar take, but there the difference is that Mando doesn't get much dialogue, or or yeah. FaceTime, <laughs> but Joel <laughs> gets a ton of that. Um, yes. Yeah, it really gets to showcase his like uh, his ability to show emotion and. You know, and he's comfortable, not in the fact that he's doing roles that he's used to, like, obviously, Rock, right? The Rock Johnson. He is always jungle dude with cargo pants or whatever. Um, Pedro's playing these difficult roles and is well, doing it with ease. Emotionally dynamic. Is Yes. He's good. He, again, he's just all good. Authentic. Like, we're talking about him. Like, honestly, Pedro, like, if you ever listen to this, be our zaddy and join us on the podcast like we would love to talk to you <laughs> i know you're busy but you know might as well but um might as well yeah he's good man he's when i heard that he was gonna be joel i was like for sure i can see that i think he's gonna kill it like Dude, I was, and he yeah, is i had no hesitation on that either like yeah um, there were plenty of controversy that controversy uh, <laughs> controversy <laughs> surrounding pedro pascal being casted as yeah. too, and everyone's like, "Well, it should have been Hugh Jackman, or it could have yeah. just been like a beefier Troy Baker." You know, like I don't know. It maybe they were yeah. good choices. Maybe I mean, of course, Troy Baker was going to be a good choice because he voiced Joel. Yeah, he voiced it, <laughs> but uh, he just didn't fit the physical physicality of him. Yeah. I don't know the reason yeah. behind that, but. Regardless, like, yeah, Hugh Jackman, we can see it, but mainly because we already saw Hugh Jackman in Logan, and we're like, yeah, yeah that could totally be Joel. It's like, yeah, but yeah. does Hugh Jackman want to play Joel again, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> want to be like, I love, I just love being in pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being in pain and escorting kids to a certain area to and being do whatever. And gray hair. <laughs> Yeah. do all these action scenes again oh <laughs> yeah gosh i mean like, he would have been like i like that you know huge uh jackman fans too <laughs> huge huge jackman fans. <laughs> i mean you could have just left huge it could have just been a pun you know um but yeah he's he has a good idea and no doubt he would do a good job so it's it, that's kind of like the problem with acting in general like a lot of people mm can do True. a phenomenal job with good writing and like the right set piece and budget and all that jazz. It's just whoever gets picked, you know, whoever um, mm -hmm. wins the rally, wins the lottery. I don't even know what to call yeah. it. Regardless, he doing a small job. Yeah, uh, keep it up. Do you like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he needs you to cheer him on. He... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring him on. I gotta, I gotta talk him up. Maybe someone has connections. Yeah, you need to hype him up a little bit. Get him on the phone. <laughs> he he might be stressed out. Um, yeah. What do you think about Tess Anna Torv? And yes, uh, I think she's good too. Like uh, their dynamic plays off together really well. She does a good job. Um, there was again, it gets into the episode too, but um, she does a good job. You know, like she plays it really well, and like uh, the Tess in the game is pretty much the same, right? Like she's. A strong, yeah. independent woman. I have no like, just um, strong. <laughs> she's, I like it too. She's doing a good job. <laughs> just doing a swell job. A real pat on the back. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Like I'm all for her. Um, Anna Torv. Uh, I I know she's been in other stuff and she kills it in other things. So I 
when I saw her casted as Tess, I was like, yeah, she's good. You know, like that, that's a, that's a good guy. I was until after, after the show and I looked her up some more and I'm like, dang, she's, she sees it a lot. You know? Yeah. So she's good. Um, And other work and other works. Uh, Yeah. Like it'd be really cool to, and getting her dynamic with uh, Pedro, right. As Joel, like they play off together really well. Um, and then there's uh, Marlene, too. Oh, good. Before we move on to Mar- Marlene, uh, do you like the established relationship between Tess and Joel? Whereas in the video game, we... Oh, dang, that's in the second episode. We'll, we'll bring it back to the second episode in a bit. But uh, whereas in the, in the game, the relationship between Joel and Tess was kind of up in the air. It was kind of like uh-huh. we kind of owe each other stuff, but we're not really official. It's kind of like were they like friends with benefits? But right, there's some stuff there. Partners like, as well. Yeah, they're partners. They they're they smuggle together. Yeah, it's but like Joel <laughs> is closed off on love, so it's that's yeah. why Tess probably it kind of yeah. in the zone of like yeah we're like together but not really but it's it's not official in the in the video game whereas yeah. in this episode it's it's flat out like yeah they together they do stuff together it's well yeah, it's a part i i would disagree a little bit only because we do see them at one point right like a quick scene it was a really quick scene she comes in they snuggle and that was it and they left and i uh love that scene only because um it, it it encapsulates their relationship right exactly what you mentioned like mm-hmm. you can tell there is a relationship right they're not just yeah. smugglers but they're also snugglers <laughs> <laughs> and so yes, like <laughs> but we don't see a lot of affection right we see joel um take care of her right when she she gets beat by Robert and her crew, um, which is early in the episode. He was um, ready to throw hands, so yeah, for he, her. And yeah, he cares, just not. Yeah, and in- he doesn't know how to show the affection, like in a, and that could span from the fact that again we don't see what happened with uh, Sarah's mother, right? Like, yeah, uh, we'll get that in, like later on in the episodes. Yeah, and so like that's why I find it kind of interesting that they played the same. Uh, they did the same concept in different ways from the game and the TV show. And so, nice. um, yeah, even then, like, I, I like it. I like it. You know, it was subtle. Again, it wasn't technically like your MTV. Yeah. Your- I don't mind it either. It, there's just a dialogue difference in the game. That's all without, yeah. the, without the snuggling aspect yeah. uh, of the <laughs> game. But I like it. It's, it's not even a big deal because, like, Tess, I mean, we can get to that in the second episode, but Tess... Mm-hmm. Is um, um I have to stop right there, otherwise it's spoilers for the episode too. <laughs> <laughs> but but actor wise, they're good. Yeah, Marlene. and so Marlene also is good. I I think. Um, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's good, and uh, of course we're gonna see a lot more of her, which you know is something oh, that we all want. Do you know the, the actor? That's what? Marlene. Okay, tell me why That's I don't know. Marlene is Marlene, dude. Oh, Marlene, that's the same Marlene from the video. You told me that, dude. Yeah, you told me that a while ago. I forgot. I said, I wonder why it was like this tonation and (laughs) way over your head. 
Yeah, she's good. Yeah, no, 100% plays <laughs> like Marlene well. <laughs> yeah, 100% yeah. plays no Marlene complaints. well. She's, no, I don't, she's I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, gosh, dude. Yeah, no, like, her physical portrayal, I love that. Again, you know, they did a good job about that. And, I wonder. Man, she looks good. <laughs> she looks good. I don't, I'll leave she's, it open. No complaints. She's, she's a seasoned Marlene player. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, that's funny. Um, I mean, she's the only one that's been recasted. Um, to, yeah, to play her part for that role. Yeah, so yeah. that's awesome. And I don't even know, man. That would be awesome if I could do that. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, I get to play this character in this video game. Not only is this one of the best video games ever for like ten years, I also get to play mm -hmm. the real life version of this in a live action adaptation. Like that's, yeah, that's cool. That ha and then that hasn't. I remember us talking about this a little bit now. Uh, that hasn't happened often, right? There was another time, almost, almost literally, like never. <laughs> what was the example I gave you that the other time that it happened? Uh, Tales. Um, Tales and Sonic. Yes, Tales and Sonic. Even though you know in the it, in the movie it was animated, it still counts. Yeah, exactly. It, it's not. It's good, but not good still because. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tails is a voice actor, and they yeah. were able to use the voice actor again. <laughs> you know, it's, it's no doubt. Yeah. It's, it's not like hey, we that's what they should do for Mario, right? Like, oh yeah. god, I can't we wait to that in Mario podcast. But yeah, golly, oh that's, man, uh, yeah. We'll uh, move on from the Mario because Marlene is way better. Yes. All right. So the ending. <laughs> that's the first episode. Oh no, yeah, good. Well, the ending to this episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you remember what happens at the end of this episode? Yes, I do. I'll let you take it away. <laughs> so they, Tess and Jules, smuggling, smuggling Ellie. And um, it's nighttime and they run into Jules. What's that word? His his little connivy friend? Snivy? What is the word? Snivy? Uh, the soldier that... Uh, is all hopped up on drugs. You're talking about that guy. Yeah, the soldier that yeah. he was giving his drugs to, like that, that guy. Man, I'm yeah. the vocabulary. Jittery. He's he's like jittery. Oh man. Uh, that's not the word. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, that's the guy that he yeah. runs into, and yeah, he. They were hoping that he would just let them slide, but he's mm. trying to be all official, like. But oh, the yeah. word. I found the word. Scumbaggy. Oh yes, soldier. yes. Scumbaggy. Because he's he, he's you know smuggling or trading drugs with Joel. Yeah. Hopped up on drugs. Yeah. Now he he's not willing to let Joel uh -huh. test slide with Ellie. He's he's trying to be all official, and like mm -hmm. we're doing this by the books, and starts making them kneel and like pointing the gun at them, and yep, and is just trying to assert authority and all that stuff, and yeah. And he's trying to check if they're infected. And right when he gets to Ellie, Ellie stabs him in the freaking knee with her knife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mom's knife. Mom's knife. Coming in clutch. No, well, not really. But, um, and so the soldier points the gun at Joel with a flashlight. And Joel goes through a PTSD yeah. flashback moment. Moment. Yeah. And then she goes on full sends his punches mm -hmm. to this dude's face mm -hmm. yeah dude's definitely dead definitely no face left <laughs> it, 
Joel went full Batman. <laughs> he went full <laughs> Batman in Justice uh, League, and he's like, "I'm vengeance now." <laughs> he, he's definitely dead. Uh, yeah, good scene. And yeah, well, yeah, it's an introduction of just like the Joel's brutality. Still, yeah, he's yeah. Not over the past, and mm-hmm. um, Tess uh, picks up the infection scanner, and she's like, "Yeah, Yo, Joel." Our cargo is infected. Before before we dive into that moment, so there, you know, while Joel is beating the soldier, uh, there's I, I kind of want to talk about the fact that they um, point over to Ellie, right? Who who's watching the whole thing unfold? Oh yeah, yeah. The the facial yeah. um reaction. and she's like, oh yeah, it's kind of weird. The scene she yeah, Marlene was like. I know what these people are capable of. And then uh, yes. Ellie and the show is like, what are you capable of? And now yeah. we get that like a full circle moment. Yeah. Of, yeah. This is what they, they capable of. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And the, the, the face that Ellie gives off though, I thought it was kind of an interesting choice. Right. Um, you perceive from this expression. <laughs> I thought it looked like Bella, right. As Ellie made it seem like Ellie was, into it she was like oh yeah dude like this guy can give him the you know bust heads and <laughs> and and do what is necessary i kind of like him it's like what this is weird you know? like <laughs> yeah in the game ellie was more so like holy holy shit like this guy is danger right yeah, um it's... again that's just what i perceived it as i didn't get the take from the tv show uh yeah i agree it's because ellie is in an she's supposed to be really naive or innocent yes and, and yeah naive is a good one good word she's chipper in this yes. really really crappy situation yeah not i mean not talking about this scene right. think, per se i'm talking about overall she's chipper mm-hmm. she's trying to be like optimistic and happy you know being right. a, like she's trying to be cheery and like a really crappy mm-hmm. apocalypse apocalypse <laughs> i was gonna say apocalyptic yeah. and then that ended it with an s apocalypse <laughs> apocalypse um yeah so she's yeah, an apocalypse baby uh, yeah yeah All she knows yeah but she's still trying to be happy so i'm mm-hmm. not sure if this was just like a misinterpreted read or this is like the yeah they settled on for some reason i don't know yeah it, it was weird to me and it, uh, the funny thing too is that it was slightly out of focus that was another thing, right? That uh, turned 180, you know, away from uh, Sarah, uh, you know, away from Joel. And now it's on Joel away from Ellie. And so that was kind of interesting to see too, where it was like slightly out of focus. And it was just like, he's like, maybe, oh, maybe, yeah, okay. It was, just like like a, cool. it was just like something for the audience to like bookmark later. Like, like, huh, you know, mm-hmm. Could be. <laughs> what is that? Um, what is that expression? Um, but we can move on to the next moment. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. No, no, no. I mean, that's pretty much the end of the scene. Like, that's that's the yeah. end of the show, really. It's yeah. It's like, right, then going off, they they go off into the distance, and the camera starts to pan up into this very um, scenic. <laughs> yeah, scenic back, scenic <laughs> background. <laughs> yeah, it looks good though. It yeah, does. It's really good. I mean, they utilized all like, that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> they yeah. used the crap out of that cgi budget to make it look yeah as they should and i I agree with that notion you know i hope that they did uh you mentioned that you know the whole set design too right they 
um, I guess rented out the whole fort. What was it? Fort. I forget. Um, fort or loot something. <laughs> so yeah, like a whole uh, area. Yeah, they took out. Well, I don't know if they did it for that scene, but I do know they mm -hmm. they had that whole entire town for that uh, the first yeah. twenty minute. the The whole bit with Sarah is mm -hmm. the town, mm -hmm. and they utilized that entire town for that. Um, so cool sequence, which is crazy because yeah. that's a big set piece. Like they got to drive around, yeah. and that's a lot of people that they got yeah. to use as extras and background and stuff like that. It's it's crazy. Like you know, it's it's a breath of fresh air because with the amount of MCU movies we consume, all we see is like CGI. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, gross. But yeah, or... looks good. It's disgusting. It looks disgusting. <laughs> <It's> disgusting. <laughs> but in a good way. And so that is the end of the episode for the first episode of The Last the of Us. First episode. Now we can so... end episode two episode two all right that's it for the first official episode thank you for joining us as we discuss and discussed the last of us tv show episode one i've been kevin i've been derek follow us for more content coming at you soon bye, bye.